Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, howdy, and welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. Um, we made it. We made we it. We did it. We we done. We done did it. What episode is this? Are we on this season? Eleven. Damn, eleven. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and thanks for everybody for getting right to listening to our last episode, even though we released it on a random. Oh day. yeah, because yeah, dude, it caught up pretty quick. Did it really? Yeah, I mean, it has the same views as last week. Nice. Two, two days, yeah. Yeah, I uh, really dropped the ball on that one because I, uh, I had I went out of town. It was like 7 in the morning, and I was like, driving out of town, and then you called me, and you were like, what are you doing? And I was like, or like, you were like, do you forget something? And I was like, what are you talking about? And you were like, the fucking podcast. I was like, oh. I was like, why do you think I'm calling you yeah. right now? <laughs> That's a little, I don't know, because you're the only person that just calls me, so I, and the only person I'll like have a conversation with on the phone, so sometimes we just be calling you're each like, other. Know, yeah, yeah. Be <laughs> literally be anything right now. So I was, uh, I, I, I goofed. I made a big goof. I was going to tell you the reason I didn't finish The Last of Us or start The Last of Us was because I was finishing Avenue 5 because season 2 of it has a really cool story that gets like progressively more insane and kind of dystopian Avenue and I, 5 we, Yeah, and we ended up watching it. It's right on your HBO, bro. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's right there. Avenue 5. Yeah. Oh, it's like a It was space. really good. I it it's not canceled. Season three is supposed to happen um, as of like October of last year. That's got- they had to suspend the contracts because of COVID. Like they were set for a period of time, but yeah. then COVID happened, and, the, and then everybody was like, "Oh, this is the show canceled." And they were like, "No, absolutely not." Nice, which is cool. Nice. I'm excited. Love that yeah, for you, and HBO. I mean, really, and uh, none of that cast is like so high demand that they can't. Yeah, get, yeah. you know, yeah. Like Josh Gads isn't like that busy. I mean, uh, Hugh Laurie isn't either, really. Yeah, that is true. He did. How didn't he do House? And it was like, yeah, he uses his House accent. As Does he really? <laughs> hilarious. You got Zach Woods from fucking everything. Goddamn. Uh, oh, did you see that picture I posted on my Snapchat? <laughs> no, huh? I had. Uh, I was watching Silicon Valley and Avenue Five, and at one point, the preview pictures were both Zach Woods doing this with his hands. I was like, "Jesus, I'm just watching Zach Woods yeah, all everywhere." Zach Woods marathon. Uh, What's so funny is his character in Avenue Five is like really unhinged, nice. but at the same time, he's like, I said it to Reagan. Every line that he says, he could have said in any of his other shows. True, like he just. He's so weird and ridiculous, and they always make him know such bizarre knowledge. You know, like it, it was—it's really good. I, I can't recommend it enough. I, almost, I want people to watch Avenue Five Avenue so that 5. it doesn't get canceled. Yeah, good recommendation. I'm almost, also rate, review, and subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, and it's space. You like space? Space is great. Uh, speaking of space, yeah. I've got something to say about space. Uh, is this your Burt Bees beeswax lip balm? A hundred percent guarantee. Yeah, I'm almost certain it is. I wonder how long this has been here. Since I left in probably the first December, time, I yeah. assume. Yeah, so probably. No, I bet that's December. I don't know, dude. I, really? It might be. Yeah, it might be the since you left the first. I time. pretty much bleed or yeah. shed uh, Burt's Bees uh, chapsticks. So, well, it'll yeah. be here when you come back. Um, oh, so sweet! I watched a movie called High Life. 
It probably will be. It there. will be like the cup they oh, use with, for water with like Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah, did you watch oh, that? Oh, so good, dude. dude! I love that it, movie. I like. I thought it was good. It was fucking weird, obviously, because it's an eight twenty four. So thing. weird. The, but the unnecessary like shot of baby crotch was not something that i needed to watch in this movie it was a surprise it, it was, was yeah and i looked up the director's this french lady and i talked and i and i, I the french people don't view nudity like yeah do, dude, you know? I, yeah it's like in america someone is like oh what's that on your table and you're like uh, that's my gun and they're like okay yeah and in france they're like hey uh, your titties are out and they're like correct and yeah and, like, and okay. No. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm fine with you know casual nudity. That's fine by me. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah, whip them out. Whip whatever you got out. But like a bait. Like it was just an unnecessary scene. That's all I'm saying. It was and it completely and it wasn't like oh here's a, fa- a flash of fucking baby crotch. It's like here is a thirty second still moment of it was long robert pattinson wiping this baby down wiping the baby down and cleaning her off but it's only focused on it like i i like if i was in the room with the director i'd be like what's the point of this and then they if they explained it to you i'd hit him right in the mouth i'd hit her right Dude, i don't know the movie was super it sounds like not a great thing to say about yeah. the movie, but it was genital focused. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's just how French people are, dude. All True. their movies are so horny and weird. Yeah. I remember one time I was watching I was watching every movie nominated for a Oscar one year. And it got me watching a lot of movies that I would never watch, which is why I'm glad I was I did that project, but I'd never do it again. But I watched this one French movie that was advertised and sold to me from what I read as like a, a killer thriller, you know, like a whodunit kind of French movie at the lake, I guess. And, uh, it was a gay porn. That movie was a gay. (laughs) And amazingly it had a great plot. And to this day, I remember it very well. Like I thought it was, (laughs) and the ending was really stuck with me, but they they have like penetration, ejaculation, everything. I was like, Oh no shit. bars hell, dude. No <laughs> like, bars hell. You guys put this in movies? Yeah. I'm like this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Um It didn't I, matter that they were gay. I was just, this yeah, was just yeah, there's a lot. It, I mean it was the the same I guess High Life didn't have Oh, it was called Stranger by the Lake. Stranger it's a good movie. by the Lake. You guys want to check it out? Yeah, if you want to see, see some hot dudes make out with each other. Say a bunch of penetration and thriller, you sign me in. Crime. Dude penetration <laughs> crime <Yeah>. penetration <laughs> um, but uh i thought it was I, it was fucking i don't know i really i liked it because it had a space essence to it and like if you don't know it's so bleak yeah this movie's about robert pattinson and a bunch of death row inmates going into space to see if they can quote harvest energy from a black hole uh but it's kind of a suicide mission uh, and there were a few things that like when initially when he was working on the spaceship and also why other spacesuits made a fucking a burlap sack like that's like, <laughs> like, it's not gonna protect you from anything out there um, but uh, uh, when he was up on the spaceship fixing something and he dropped that tool and it like fell off the side of the spaceship and went down and then oh, he was yeah. dropping bodies out of the spaceship and they were just falling and I was like that's not how fucking space works but they explained it with the constant acceleration. Yeah, uh, they happening. Were, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, with, yeah, it's how they felt gravity, right? Yeah. So um, I love the, the the masturbation device that they have. The masturbation stations, just, dude. Oh, yeah, oh, masturbation stations. The box, <laughs> horrible. And I'm like, 
super like so was the doctor lady who killed her entire family was she supposed i guess you know they wouldn't send her up there to not uh she wouldn't be conducting children like who can get pregnant in space if they didn't tell her to i guess I guess that was just like a side I mean, mission. At the same time, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. You know? That's true. <laughs> they could just all be lunatics. Yeah, they could just all be fucking crazy. Uh, that is that movie was a fever. Dream. It was yeah, it's, so it's grand. fucking weird. It is. I always and I also watched it. I do. I hate when I fucking do this to myself. I watched it back to back with the Jake Gyllenhaal alien movie. I know he's not even the star of that movie, but it's Daddy Gyllenhaal. So yeah, of course. Jake, you know what I'm talking about? Alien movie? No, I don't. What? Uh... I don't remember him being not in bad air. We're looking it up. Alien movie. It's like Gyllenhaal. oh, it's called Life. How could I forget? Jake Gyllenhaal. You never Life. saw Life? Life with the alien monster. That movie's sick, dude. I guess not. Holy shit. Maybe You're I missing have. Missing a Jake Gyllenhaal alien movie. Dude, maybe I have. I don't. I don't know. I guess I will have to watch it's, this. It's like a horror kind of slow burn monster movie. You know, it's really mm. cool. What, Very grim. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. It was so I watch those back to back. I get those mixed up oh, all yeah, the time because it's high life and then life. Because then it's and got two space movies. Yeah, it's also got uh, the Crimson Chin from House of Dragons, the series. Uh, he's the guy in High Life with a neck tattoo. Um, got a real flat God. face. Got a real, real pronounced face. I don't know how you're not remembering which, this. Which guy? I mean, I don't remember. His name is like Ewan. 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 Something like that. High Life, 2018. Uh, Mia Goth. Ewan Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, he is the he is the rapey guy. He spell Oh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, he was and awful. then he got fucking the shit beat out of him by Robert. Oh, yeah. Stabbed him. Uh, Dude, his face is bomb. Yeah, it's crazy. It's that's crazy looking face right there. He weirdly uh, looks so much more normal as the House of Dragons character than the guy in that in High Life. Yeah, he looks or like, like a, what his normal face. Yeah, looks like. it, dude, I don't know, man, but uh, he's like if you were building Benedict Cumberbatch in one of those face sliders yeah. and you like did the chin <laughs> even more, you're yeah. like more Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch, more, more chin. Um, but I've I never thought, seen a more definitely british dude oh yeah for british, sure right yeah he is, yeah of yeah. course of course he is yeah. uh no american looks like that um, <laughs> <laughs> um i've seen some pretty rough looking americans um but i thought it i thought the shots of the black hole were fucking preem those things were awesome like the the way oh, they portrayed so the black cool. hole was so sick. so cool and, and that one dude gets spaghettified oh no it's mia goth dies? mia goth gets oh yeah she, yeah she, she like she kills the pilot that is supposed to go into the black hole spoilers. yeah spoilers and kills the pilot that's supposed <laughs> to go in the black hole goes into herself and fucking gets spaghettified in her spacesuit it's pretty sick and it's gross yeah it's super gross it's not it's not like it's pretty gruesome pretty gruesome that being brutal. said, I feel like I wouldn't feel the for sure like impending doom of death if I was gonna go straight into a, a black hole. I would be like, well, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe. That's fair. I wouldn't you know? know, yeah. Most stuff, uh, you know, you know, if we're like on a plane without the wings, I'm yeah. like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna explode die. And yeah. die. But if, if they're like, we're gonna launch you straight into a black hole, I'll be like, interesting. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like I would be, after, like, reading all I know about black holes, but, like, I, I just feel like I'd be like, ah, uh, there's, like, a chance I probably won't make this out, make it out of it, but 
that one side of me being like, what if is would probably what help if? me. It's like the one thing no one could yeah, be sure of. I got it. Yeah, know. dude. Yeah. No one's ever done it. So also one thing that confused me pop out, you know, you just go, you just pop out. Yeah. Space somewhere yeah. Else somewhere else. Like, oh, but even then, well, it's, that's a nightmare yeah, too. not great. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah. Fuck. There's no one around me. Um, one thing that also was tripped me out about the movie. Why did they send an entire second ship full of dogs? Uh, they just want to see what stuff does near black holes. I don't you know. But see what happens. But, like a it. fully, it was a it was a ship exactly like the one Robert Patton was Pattinson was on. Wasn't they wasn't were on? They, they, that there were people, and then the the dogs killed them. I I didn't see any people on the ship when he was walking. It was just dead dogs and alive dogs. Man, I should rewatch him. Um, there might have been people. I can imagine there was people somewhere or something. Uh, because it was, uh, it, the ship probably. Pattinson was on was number seven, and the ship that showed up was number nine, which implies that the ship eight that they sent crashed somewhere or had some problems. But it was a full ass spaceship. Yeah, got so all, yeah, dude, it's so cool, so, uh, so tight. Um, but yeah, it's so miserable. Yeah, you know, it's bleak. It's a, a, in a special way. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't know, we launched it into oblivion, and we'll never see yeah, it. Yeah, we'll never see it again. <laughs> sucks no, they could be still it's alive up there we don't zero percent chance we will ever yeah. fucking find a hint of what happened to that thing because the dude on earth also talks about he's it. like yeah it takes it takes uh years for their transmissions to get back to us so like we don't know what's going on yeah and the fact that they have to send a log just to get another 24 hours added onto their life support system is crazy total crazy but a clever way to ensure it, it is yeah know? no it's i you thought that was super to, crazy bitch. yeah like you have to or you will die jeff bezos writing that down. yeah <laughs> write that down write that down <laughs> fucking sending people to black holes dude uh, i haven't watched really anything else besides that i'm trying to think yeah i mean I Avenue Five, and I'm into the part of Silicon Valley that I either completely forgot or never got to, um, and it's really good. Although uh, the show does kind of follow a bit of a formula, you know? yeah. It's like things are good, and and I I read the Reddit discussions that were from the time, you they know, came like out, when, yeah. when the episodes were coming out. Fair, fair, and a lot of people were saying what I was starting to feel, which is like. Things look good. Oh, last minute, Richard fucks it up. Yeah, and now yeah. it sucks. And then the next episode, oh, they get over it, uh, and then it sucks again. You know, and I'm just kind of. I like, feel like that's I, like I can hardly root for him because I never think anything good's gonna. Yeah, happen. yeah. When did that show come out? 2015. Because I, I don't know. I felt like like mid 2000s, early ish. 2014 to so, 2019. I just feel like shows back then had like always stuck to a formula like that though, where it's like, oh, we have something going on. Oh no, there's a problem at the last minute. How are we gonna fix it? And then it gets fixed, and it's like, okay, cool. Oh, but something new bad is happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I like that's why you know I like shows that have more interesting settings because it makes the plot a lot more interesting. Also like, true. You know, um, Last Man on Earth is one of my favorites because of the setting of like only a few people surviving a whole and it's one of my favorite pandemic movies or media because it kills every animal too yeah and that's pretty rare most most things just have all the people die you know and everything dying is crazy that's pretty bleak 
that's a different level yeah of that is you know dude, what i mean how would you even survive bro like i mean and there's do? like not even bugs hardly like really like, it kills everything Damn, it's dude. such a cool story yeah um i speaking of um speaking of things dying i'm re i replayed uh-huh. the, the, i replayed the four we talked about this i replayed the forest yeah um yeah. did i tell you that i got attacked by like one of the most rare yeah, monsters in the game twice yeah. three days in a row three days in a row and i was reading reddit threads that were like i'm on day 283 and i haven't seen him once i'm like you fucking <laughs> cocksucker dude fuck you dude <laughs> fuck you and like the dude yeah because it's rng right like the game it's random yeah yeah like yeah, I mean, that's we've been playing Deep Rock a lot, and just the shit that'll happen back to back or in the same game. I'm like, this is unfucking believable. It you was, know, like, dude, I never had. And it was one of those things that was like exposure therapy. The first two times he attacked, I got really scared and ran away. And the third time, I was like, you know what? Fuck oh this. Oh my God, this. Yeah, again. I was yeah. like, this fucking guy. So I ran away so he couldn't destroy my base. And then I just like, I gave him the business with a katana. Um, and then. I played Green Hell, and that game pissed me off because it was annoyingly difficult, and the story sucked. Uh, so if you liked Green was, Hell, I'm sorry. I was playing uh, Red Dead Online again, Lucky. and I, I just, I'm constantly going to lament what a waste Dude, it is. It had I so just, much potential, and now it's I, I hadn't logged on it forever, and they haven't added nothing. nothing. And I was just like, nothing. come on, dude. Like, I, you know, and my friend thinks... Because we talk about it all the time. The reason GTA five is worked better for the model that they used was because it's modern. So yeah. like you can have flying things and car things and whatever. But I was like, I don't know. Do you think you couldn't do that with Red Dead? You could there's so much to do. You could do like train robberies, bank robberies, fucking I mean, different crimes. Yeah, yeah different tons of crimes. Uh, just in that like section. they could start a whole like counterfeiters thing yeah, you know? yeah yeah and and like sure and like moonshine missions like there's hardly anything to the whole thing yeah you know yeah. you do the missions to make your shit cheaper and then you deliver the boots that's yeah. the whole and fucking then thing there's like five or six story oh, they missions. do have a story they have five they or six yeah, story yeah. missions and that's it i did but yeah see... i'm like add some other story or game types to it you know I, other mission types i did see that uh that so stadia google stadia shut down and yeah. uh Red Dead or Rockstar specifically because Stadia was shutting down um, and because there was a certain person on Stadia who had 6,000 hours dropped into Red Dead Online, which I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you put 6,000 hours. the sole Arcadia <laughs> user, too. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know how you put 6,000 hours into that game, but Rockstar created a, a service that lets you transfer your game data over to other platforms. So you don't, for him or pretty much for him They're so like he, hey man please don't leave us <laughs> but they also they also sent him a ton of like red dead online and red dead redemption like swag like it he had like t-shirts mugs like books uh and like this sick vest looking What's thing a YouTuber. too is it's it so cool yeah they really i will say for for them shitting on red dead online they really helped that dude out and uh that's you know, it's little things like. Oh that. yeah, he posted on his. Hello, everybody. Oops, I don't know if you guys. Yeah, heard that. Uh, I, I heard that. About it. You can. I heard that. Yeah, I heard the in, in, the initial part of it. Yeah. I just paused it. Uh, Does that mean it's outputting the audio to the know. feed? Play it. Why would that be happening? Uh, but uh, yeah, his YouTube name is Color C L O U R, and he posted a video about this. So I oh, think yeah, yeah, they yeah, nice. They nice. uh helped him out which is really nice and dude fucking hogwarts legacy comes out february 10th and 
You're not going to buy that shit. No, I'm not going to. I no, wanna, you're not going to buy that I, shit. I want to play it. You know I'm a culture warrior. Do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play it so bad, but I, I just can't. Only like, pirate it. I can't. Pirate it and crack it. I, dude, I cannot. I can't give money. Like, even even if, if like, I dude, don't know. She, she has said. She sucks. And we won't. She who will not be named. Yeah. She has said that she believes her success is a result of like her views and that when people give her money that they're supporting her and what she says and thinks. And I'm like, (laughs) that is not good. (laughs) Uh, Not good at all. Dude, that makes, it makes me so angry because it looks like they worked so hard on it and it looks great, but I can't in good faith, give money to that fucking anti-trans bitch. She's such a shit. Like, I just can't believe how open, like, she's going to grind that axe. Yeah. It's such a crazy thing to do. Yeah, I just, I do. It'd be like if Susan Collins became, like, like a super hardcore anti-vaxxer oh my God. or some shit. You know, and just be like, what the fuck are you doing? I, maybe, I don't know, maybe when she dies, uh, maybe when she dies, then I'll be like, all right, I'll fucking, and see where her estate goes. Uh, how old I, is she? <laughs> she's, isn't she, like, in her 50s or something like that? 57 and she has a billion dollars she's, she's gonna got another yeah 50 years. she's got another fucking at least we're gonna have she's 12 gonna harry potter series reboots yeah. by the time she's dead um, um it just sucks because i want to play the game so bad but i'm also like i can't do it i can't do it you i can't i mulled no. it over and was like uh maybe if i don't buy it and get it somewhere else but i was like i just can't that's what you should well no no one can you know give it to you because that doesn't count but yeah. you should pirate it and then when you stream it you just say i stole this not <laughs> paid for get, downloaded only yeah gets, <laughs> it gets banned from twitch for streaming pirated content is that real yeah no yeah even games you can get banned but they for. They can't tell. They can't tell when you've pirated. I guess that's the game. fair. I wonder how long it would take for a crack. You could just version. put J.K. in the title. Yeah, that'll do it. JK. And then they'd be like, "Let oh, him know it's satire." It's a joke. I or wonder, like a, you know, an emoji. I wonder how much, how long it'll take for a cracked version of, um, a cracked version of Harry Potter Legacy to come out. How long do you think? Probably just a couple weeks. Probably went crazy long. Who yeah. who owns it? Who's hosting? That? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Who's the development company? Hogwarts Legacy. Um, developer Avalanche. Avalanche Software. I've never heard who of them. Who owns Avalanche? Publisher Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment. Avalanche Software. Okay. So they made a lot of like Disney games. Disney cars yeah. too. Holy shit. Are they like a backed their software as an American video game developer based in Salt Lake City, Utah, and a subsidiary of Warner Bros. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, they uh, made Rugrats in Paris the game? Oh, did they really? Oh shit. That Damn. game fucked. Yeah, that game, <laughs> that fucked. game slaps, dude. <laughs> and Rampage 2. Dude, I loved Rampage. Damn, they, they made talk and the power of the uh, juju holy shit they made a lot of they made 25 oh, to life i love that game too Mortal dude. Kombat mythologies dragon ball z sagas rampage 2 fucking the hannah montana game let's go dude blitz the let's league go. dude or blitz 2000 sorry yeah they really uh they yeah really so a lot that of makes fucking... me think th- th- the crack wouldn't take as long no, yeah. if it was like ea you know i'd be like maybe it'd be harder yeah. you know they probably have some like online only requirement to make the game even fucking work true 
True. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find a cracked version of the weeks leading it or the weeks after it comes out. That's the only way I'm going to play it. I can't. I can't give money to. You can't do it. Yeah. The fucking turf. I can't do it. I know. I, it I, sucks. Dude, it's crazy. I'm just so baffled. Like out of left field with it, man. Like, and and it's so and weird really... because like I don't know why there's like almost not a single gay character in all of Harry Potter, and there's about as many gay people as there are like black people. Yeah. And also true. The uh and. But I always like associated it with the gays after a while. Yeah, because so it, many gay people love it took Harry Potter, over that you know? community. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you know, witches and all. You know, yeah. kind of. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. That makes sense. The Venn. <clears throat> excuse me. The Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah. Um, but and then she's like, "I'm just gonna be so I'm gonna hate my my biggest fan." It's like base. Elon Musk selling fucking uh you know electric vehicles. But like trying to be a right wing shitlord. I'm yeah. like, dude, what's what is wrong with they're you? not gonna buy an electric yeah. vehicle because the, their buddies will make fun of them and you don't make a cool truck yeah. that spits, you know, dead babies out of the back or something. <laughs> but and the left wingers are like, Well, I don't want to buy fucking anything Elon Musk makes now. He's a stupid asshole. I just I don't see the I just don't see the like how do you it baffles me. I'm like, how can you just and to double down like, like you oh. could, you could have made those remarks, and then people like this is wrong. And you're like, my bad, I'm sorry, but publicly so just say that, yeah. And then, but still now believe. he's like a like a shit fucking like eighth grade level fortune troll yeah, on Twitter. Sure. This is the richest man on the planet. Or actually, I think he's not anymore. It's some. Uh, it's not Bezos. Some, no, it's not even him. What? It's some new dude, some new contender. I think he owns one of the fashion companies. Who's the richest man in the world? Uh. Uh, Bernard Arnault, the co-founder yeah, and chair for- of and CEO of VH or LVMH. What? What is that? Yeah, they make luxury clothes and bags and stuff. They own like Louis Vuitton and Tiffany. Oh, Louis Co. Vuitton. That's that makes sense. Dior and Sephora. LVMH. That tracks. Okay. Yeah. LVMH, Moet, Hennessy. Louis I can't Vuitton. believe how big fashion is like how many billions and billions Dude. and billions like really high-end fashion co- goes for i'm like I, I don't know i didn't know there were that many rich people who oh yeah three thousand dollar bag you know what there's I mean? a ton of rich people dude there's a there well there's a ton of like, uh, there's only like one percent of the whole planet as i've been told there's a lot of rich people but there's not a lot of wealthy people you know what i'm saying yeah that's you know true i'm saying yeah yeah that's, that's true that's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah i think yeah. i'm going first this week by the way yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my notes are, are you like, ready? yeah, yeah. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm getting a new gun. Nice. What kind? My, my uh, grandma died a while ago, so I'm already still sad about it. That's and uh, she, her husband was living with her, and so they didn't want to give her stuff away while he was still living there because then he's using it to be alive. Yeah. So then he died because he just decided to stop being alive Fair. badass respect the hell yeah, out of that yeah and uh so now they're giving them stuff so i get my grandma's colt trooper 357 magnum the four inch barrel that she carried she carried when she was a jailer back in the 80s that's in Alabama. i was like that's badass yeah. dude my grandma's 357 yeah. <laughs> and 
I get a big box of Corel dishes, which I was super Fuck stoked yeah, dude. about. That's sick. I was like, that's a fortune of Corel yeah, dishes. Yeah, oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'm set up, dude. I got my 357. I got yeah, my I got Corel my Square Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing can Let's stop go. me now, dude. Uh, yeah, for real. I also went to, uh, I went to a funeral uh, last, oh, yeah. on Friday, right? No, Thursday. Yeah. It was Thursday. I went to the funeral on Thursday. Uh, it was cool. I got to see a bunch of, hold on. Bunch of family members that I haven't seen in forever, and also don't recognize any of them because I remember uh, yes. someone said something to me, and I was like, "Or we were in this church, and they were like, bet you haven't seen this place in a while.'" And I was like, "Yeah, blah 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 blah." And I was in my head like, "I've never, I don't remember this fucking church at all. I remember the church we used to go to, and it's not this one." Uh, and then we were at the cemetery, and I was like talking to my brother, and I was like, "Hey, who's that guy over there in the camo hoodie?" And he was like, I don't know who that is. I was like, is that Rubby? And who, one of my cousins. And he was like, oh, shit, I think it is. And this is the guy who talked to me earlier. So I went up to him, and I was like, listen, man, I didn't recognize who you were. My bad. Uh, but I saw my cousin, who I haven't seen, whose mom died. That's the funeral we were at. I haven't seen him in, like, a decade, uh, <clears throat> at least. Yeah. And he's, yes. dude, he's, like, in his 30s and has, like, a full head of gray hair. Like, almost. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so, because uh, I remember, I vividly remember. It's not funny if he's listening. No, no, no. We, 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 talked about, we talked about it at the funeral. Because uh, I, I remember vividly we were in, uh, we were walking around the woods, and I was, like, 13 at the time, and he, he's a little bit older than I am. And I, he was like, man, I got all these gray hairs. And at the time, he had black hair, so I was, like, looking, and I was like, damn, you do got a lot of gray hairs. I just didn't think they would all come in so quickly. I mean, it looks good, though. Like, it's not to the point where he's completely gray. He's got, like, a fade and, like, the swoop up top, and it's, like, gray on the sides oh, a little nice. bit. Oh, nice. It looks good. It. it looks really fucking yeah. good on him. Uh, so I'm like, I'm like, it fucking looks great. But we were talking about it. I was like, damn, I was like, you're really rocking that gray hair, huh? And he was like, yeah, it's been a hard life. And I was like, I, was like, I can't imagine, dude. <laughs> I can imagine. But uh, uh, did you check your P.O. box? No, I haven't. Why? Remember? Remember? You remember? Do I remember? You were going to get an autographed poster of um, Orville Peck by uh, from one of our listeners. Oh, right I haven't checked yet. No, I need to. Yeah, you got to go pick that up. That was nice of them. That was a fan nice. sending something because yeah. they they know you're a big Orville big, Peck big fan. Big Orville Peck huge, guy. huge yeah. Orville Peck fan. I've actually got the uh, the vinyl under my podcasting desk. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's. I mean, the funeral was about all I did, and then uh, it was pretty cool. Hung out with the fam and had a grand old time. You're like sick funeral, dude. Yeah, sick funeral, <laughs> super tight. Uh, we went, awesome. We went to this Mexican restaurant afterwards, and it was like in the town that I grew up in. Yes, they, oh, I already all, know. What it dude, like. all thirty of us, and like they were not ready. It was like it was chaos. It was so we're funny. here. Yeah, it was so bad, dude. The the way I could tell the workers were pissed off, and like we got done eating or whatever, and me and my cousin and my brother were like, all right, let's go outside because there's too many fucking people in here. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a it was a lot to. Lot to deal with. Feel bad for those. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Luckily, my family's good at tipping well, so yeah. So, so you make it worth their time. Yeah, yeah. No, you make it make my, it worth their while. My aunt, when I was growing up, my my aunt has five kids of her own, and they're like, it was. I think they're like eleven years apart. You know, from the oldest to the youngest. So you know, there's a lot of kids of different ages, and she was kind of like the centerpiece of the family. So she always had extra kids and just kids that weren't anybody's, you know, just yeah, some yeah, kids. Yeah. And so everywhere she go, 
if she's like going to she's like you guys want to get pizza that means she's bringing like 11 children <laughs> in like a bus Hell literally yeah, dude. and she was so good at like soldiering us into like a tight little group we were never a problem despite <laughs> her wielding a child army at all times that's sick dude that's fucking yeah memories baby her, she loves talking about like all the things like waiters have said about how well she commanded (laughs) that's lit um all right so i um uh i'm gonna talk about this guy named garrison courtney uh i don't know who the fuck names their kid garrison but there are a million names out there and you just happen to land on fucking garrison uh, I can understand Garrison Garrett, is... but like Garrison, uh, Garrett short for cigarette, but like Garrison is a bad. <laughs> <laughs> is a bad. Garrett short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Garrison is not good. That's I'm not like, a good name. You, like it's too much. It's just a noun to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, that's yeah. Not really, or like that's it, not really. It reminds me of the military. Name. Like you know, yeah. Be like, oh yeah, we're going back to Garrison. It's like okay, cool. You're like, I want to name my son Harrison, and you're like, nah, that's too common. Too let's common, just, dude. Uh, I doesn't work, so let's go back a letter. Yeah. We'll do G. Now it's interesting and mm. unique. It's not a good name. I agree. So uh, also, wait, isn't it? Isn't that a Harry or not? Oh my god, a, yeah, uh, South Park character. Oh, Mr. Garrison, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. And those, I could see, I mean, I could see Garrison. has been around for 20 fucking That's years true, now. That, that name is a ruin for me. It I could just see Garrison being a last name, but a first name? Yes. No. His name is Garrison no. Courtney. So, like, if they flip those, oh, Courtney Garrison, God. I could see that. That's a good name. That's that is, yeah, it's yeah. a solid name, but not Garrison Courtney. Anyways, so uh, Courtney was born in 1976 and grew up in Great Falls, Montana, where he attended the University of Montana in the late 90s after serving in the Army uh, represent. So Courtney was described as, well, you know, most con men are chocked full of confidence and born with a silver tongue. He was described by his college roommate yep. as a very intelligent man and an exceptional storyteller with a tendency to exaggerate. Uh oh. Love that. I think we know one yeah, of those types. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a few. Yeah. <laughs> so, according to Courtney, he had a very rough upbringing. He came from a broken home and had been very independent since his late teens. I didn't fact check that. He's probably lying, but I just took it as <laughs> almost it is. certainly. Yeah, almost was, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he was apparently a man of many hats. According to an article about him in a school paper, he was a, quote, fraternity brother radio disc jockey, stand-up comedian, cheerleader, and part-time model, which all sounds pretty believable to me. Uh, No need to look that up. Um, It's like one of those things where you do it once, and you're like, this is what I do now. This is, uh, I am now one of these things. Uh, He also had given him the title of self-defense guru, claiming that he was a third-degree black belt and an offshoot of kung fu called Shaolin China, but it's spelled C-H-I-N-N-A. Uh, which no. is translates to quote seize and control. Sounds completely made up. Apparently, sure does. Yeah. No I, way. So the translation is right. I looked that up because I was like, this sounds no fake, dude. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a real, like actual, like well-known offshoot of kung fu, but uh, it sounds. It just it does. It sounds fake. Uh, it you, sounds fake you can as fact fuck. check it, but it sounds quite it fake. It sounds to me. like someone like uh, like in a shitty eighties movie trying to come up with uh, some Asian terms yeah. on the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so after he graduates from school, he scores himself an on-air job at a Missoula television station, and basically 
just use his gift of the gab to, you know, do well in this position. Um, yeah. So he works as a weatherman there and is featured in, in Missoula. In fucking Missoula, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was, I tell you, he's the finest talker <laughs> in all of Missoula. <laughs> uh, so he works um, as a, we- a weatherman there and is featured in the station's ads and is seen as a key member of the station's news team. And eventually, from what I saw, he was named one of the best weathermen or some shit, which kind of pissed off the other news station because there were like actual meteorologists and weathermen and this fucking like kid comes fresh out of college and uh bullshits his way into this weatherman job and gets named this best weatherman i don't know i sure kind of impressive i guess whatever Uh, what a title so our boys kind of like, hey, man, I'm pretty good at talking my way through things. Now let's see how far I can take that. So after doing the weather, Courtney lands a job with this as the Seattle District Public Affairs and Community Outreach Director with the Immigration and Naturalization Services, uh, which is a weird transition, but it worked, and that's what happens. Pivot. Uh, sure, yeah, whatever. I don't know what fucking qualifications <laughs> you need for that job, but apparently not a, just a college graduate and a weather and a part and a Past I mean, weather your man. resume has to be super confusing. Yeah, that's people. also true. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so after the INS merged with the Department of Homeland Security, uh, Courtney moves to Washington, D.C. in 2005 and begins serving as the senior spokesman for the Department of Homeland Security, while also working with Florida Republican Catherine Harris as the communications director and Homeland Security legislative assistant. So... At some point, it didn't really specify. I didn't really get specification. Courtney starts working for the DEA, uh, and in okay. 2009, he quits his DEA, jo- DEA job and begins working for. Uh, that's right, you guessed it, TMZ. Um, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy feels Dude, no allegiance, yeah. no loyalty. You got to You got to You got to try everything out to see what you like. He's got a diverse set of skills. Yes, he does. You got to admit, he's done it all. So I cannot uh, imagine that TMZ is going to pay you more than the fucking DEA. I could be wrong, but whatever. I mean, you get a hot scoop on yeah. a celebrity divorce. It's probably worth more than being working for the government. For uh, like that's a fair. Decade. That is fair. Uh, so I guess he has this short stint at TMZ, and then he delves in, he delves into the world of, of defense contracting. Uh, so at the time, defense contracting, you know, it's it still kind of is, but uh, this is like you know, hold on, I got a burp. Give me a second. Um, it's still a little. I mean, it's like less than ten years after nine eleven. So defense contracting is fucking. On the shit. Oh, oh it's a multi-million yeah. dollar business now. Um, I would say a, bill- a multi-billion dollar business. But it's so... Um, it's fucking crazy. You know, someone with a background of being the spokesperson for Homeland Security, INS, DEA, all that. Courtney is going to be fine in the defense industry. Um, so... Or defense contracting industry. So, Courtney gets into the business. And from my understanding, him and his team, what he starts doing... Him and his team are assisting uh, uh, a team of lawyers in Washington, D.C. to aid the release of a small handful of Kuwaiti prisoners who were still being held at Guantanamo Bay. Also, they showed, like, I I watched a show on this, and they also showed, like, a scene, like, moving prisoners in Guantanamo Bay, and they've got these, like, blue headbands on around their forehead. You know what those are? I didn't Google it. I just, I don't know. I figured maybe you'd know. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. 
It's like from... guards in Guantanamo Bay. They were like transporting a prisoner, and they had these blue headbands on. They were like they were like headbands that were connected to something on their belt. It was weird. I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah. No, I, I it, don't know. I'm gonna have to look into that because that really piqued my curiosity. Um. So, uh, to do this, they took the approach of talking to press and using their public relations to push the release. They reached out to lawmakers as well as putting pressure on the White House to direct uh, directly for the release of these prisoners. Unfortunately, Courtney had a tendency to overpromise on what he could deliver and got shit canned for it. Fucking nerd. Um, so okay. Um, so around this time, the Edward Snowden leaks happen. Uh, and if you don't know, mm. Edward Snowden in 2013 leaked a bunch of highly classified information from the NSA when he was a contractor. Uh, and he told everybody every- that we were being spied yeah, on all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And America changed overnight. We yeah. were like, what a revelation. Yeah. We must fight our oppressors. Exactly. Nah. Like, no, that's not what happened. Nah. No one cared. No one gave a shit, and he ruined his whole fucking life. A whole fucking life. I think life. he did the right thing He 100%. did. Yeah, he did. 100%. But I think I was like Edward. Americans don't give a mother. Yeah, fuck. they don't give a shit. They think that the they completely believe the U.S. government is like omniscient. Yeah, you know, they're like they can find out anything they want. They know. So like, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just a fact that we've all accepted. It's like yeah, it's, and it, so he's like, dude, they're listening to your phone calls. We're like, yeah, probably. Yeah, duh, I mean, shit. Duh. <laughs> it's yeah, like when people are like, oh, we're gonna fight the government. It's like no, they're just gonna bomb the shit out of you. Like, what are you gonna do, man? Like. Yeah a lot it's we we just know that the government listens to us and we know that if the government wants information on you they can have it like that like in an instant they can have your entire life unless it's the atf they'll fuck it up yeah they'll fucking they'll fumble it and then show up and shoot your dog that's it yeah Um, or your neighbor's dog yes or or both you know depends on how they're feeling i'm seeing what you're talking about are you sure that you did they your eyes weren't maybe like a little blurry or something and they weren't wearing face shields they well i only saw the back of their head is the problem so it might have been face shields yeah yeah that's what it is Uh, i was like what the i was like what kind of fucking technology they got over there yeah (laughs) controlling doors of their minds and (laughs) shit uh no it's just so they don't get spit in their eyes that's fair okay that's that's it that's fair um so normal technology yeah pretty uh, very much normal in today uh, today's world now uh so basically uh the snowden links were a huge fucking deal it shed a spot it shed a giant spotlight uh, not only on it shed a spotlight on the U.S.'s surveillance methods, not only on its own citizens, but on foreign diplomats or you know foreign agencies of how we were spying on them, who we were the spying on. Five Eyes. Yeah. Do you know about that? No, I don't. I've I've, so I've heard it referenced, but I never looked into it. The basically, it doesn't even matter if America is like not allowed to spy on its citizens because there's these five leading intelligence agencies. The thing is, like the Germans, the French. Maybe the Dutch because they have really good intelligence in the English, something like that. Um, but they, oh, Australia, Canada, New Zealand. Wow, I was all yeah, over. Those for are, that. Yeah, that was some key players that I did not expect, like New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. huh? Uh, but anyway, they basically, it's not illegal to spy on other country citizens. So if the U.S. is like, hey, uh, we got a guy in Colorado, we need you, you got anything good on him? And oh. The, fucking, yeah, the, the German police are like, oh, yeah, tons. Yeah, absolutely. It was free. Damn. No laws against this one. That's Isn't crazy. That dirty? Yeah, that that's is fucking, fucking dirty. That's super dirty. God damn. Yeah. Um, it's, and so, yeah, it doesn't really matter that uh, 
they you know if America can't spy yeah, on us. Plus, if we ever told them they can't, they just would. Yeah, they're just no going to. We're not, they're not going to listen to would. any of us. You it, think the CIA has ever just not done something? Yeah, it's it been like, illegal? oh, sorry, we can't do that. We're going to abide by the law. Um, and every aspect of your life is recorded and digitalized and and sent up into the fucking the cloud and you're just you're fucked like you, you can't yeah you can't get away like you can maybe no. if you threw away your cell phone laptop everything and went and lived in the woods maybe maybe yeah, maybe maybe yeah if you're far away from like drones yeah and somewhere not interesting enough for satellites to look at you which can like see your fucking hair yeah from space I, and i know? would say maybe if you went to live in antarctica but we got people up there anyway so oh uh, it's not happening yeah. not happening um so like i said Huge fucking deal. Uh, giant spotlight on the U.S. surveillance uh, methods and who they were surveilling. Like some, like I think there was an article I read about. I forgot the name of the German official. Like called the White House and was like, "I'm really upset that you guys have been listening to my phone calls." And they're like, "Sorry, oopsie, Sorry. Ooh, my bad." <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just I want to know what it was, what it's like to like work in that sector of like. Yeah, just listen to like the prime minister of fuck off wherever. Listen to yeah. him talk on the phone for hours, dude. I know. I think you'd be amazing. I think it would be awesome. But also, I only like knowing stuff if I can flex on people with yeah, my same. knowledge. But in, it's and all confidential. It's all classified. If I can't tell anybody, I'm just I, yeah. like, <sighs> yeah, you know. Like, and that, I'm like, I, we, dude, we toppled France. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd be all over it. Welcome know? back to my channel. We just toppled France. Um, dude, <laughs> I like, and I think about that too because I have such like like such a distrust for the government, but I have such a hard on for like super secret operations and stuff yes. like that. Like, yeah, like I watched like a 50 minute video on the president's limousine because I was just like, that thing is so fucking crazy to me. Like, so cool. It, it, it dude. I don't insane. even. It's insane the amount of shit that goes into it. Like they've got it like can go underwater. It's got pints it can, of his blood in it, dude. It's like yeah, fully bulletproof. Nearly a meteor yeah. strike. They built it on a truck yeah. chassis. Oh, it's so cool. I know everything about yeah, that. Yeah, I've been reading about dude. it for years. Oh, it's it's such an interest of mine. Um, but so. But uh, I would never. I mean, I could never. There's never been a government that's existed that would allow someone like me to get anywhere yeah, far up yeah, in it at all true. and maybe i'm probably not the right person and i and you know there was a point in my life where i thought about stuff like that where i it was initially when i went into the army i was like i was like you know i could you know make this a career and like go as far as i can and then continue to work in this sector throughout my life which wouldn't be hard and then like i got Just blast your knees out forever blast my knees out and then like i was like because if i if i did like 10 years got out i could go be a fucking fbi agent or like uh you know yeah for the secret service or something be like a that. door kicker yeah for some yeah midwest's what team yeah, yeah yeah so i but i got in the army and i was like this sucks and then i did three years and got out and got a bunch of tattoos and uh, very identifiable features that I could never work in any kind of like yeah. classified operation. I don't. I don't think my anxiety would ever allow me to be like a spy. I don't. I don't like the idea of being like. I don't know. Just waiting around, never knowing if people are making moves. I would. I. I'm not very likely to ever. I mean just who i am i don't think i could ever been like a soldier i'm not like oh if i got in i would have been a door kicker yeah, yeah no probably not but uh i would much rather 
just be like going somewhere and shooting at people than like waiting around and sneaking. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I and that I, that's fair. I mean, it freaks it's, me out. I'd hate that. I, and and when you get into like like being an actual spy, that I feel like it'd be like I don't know, it'd be fucking cool because you're just like, ooh, no it one, would be. No one knows. But why imagine I'm here. knowing that the KGB like is trying to kill you. They do wacky, that's goofy true. shit. That's they that's could true. probably, you know, I'm yeah. just like, I'd much rather have like a machine gun in my hands. But than, when like, you when you get to yeah. like the level of like i you know even above when you get to like delta force like special forces you're in a sense yeah you're doing classified shit but like you're not sneaky spy you're like we're gonna go in on these fucking little buzzards and like we're gonna be super quiet about it but as soon as we hit the ground everyone's dying so just like shoot anybody in front of you and and it's so funny because people like when you go in like they go on operations like that that's not really like if they're going to a compound they know that there are enemies at it's more so like oh positive target discrimination it's like mow everyone down and figure out who you need to get afterwards yeah (laughs) it's fucking crazy dude Uh, i'd much rather do that than be yeah same same um so what was i saying uh let's see da tmz homeland security snowden leaks uh, yeah, so it shed a light on U.S. surveillance methods uh, and all about who exactly they were spying on. And, uh, you know, that could obviously be a whole nother story in itself. But after this happened, Courtney starts meeting with different companies and basically is like, what's up, girl bosses? Uh, you want to help solidify our country's national security, bitch? Well, you should be a part. Yeah, yeah you should be a part of my <laughs> task force, Alpha 214. Who am I? I'm Garrison Courtney, super slick army vet with hundreds of confirmed kills. Also got breathing problems from the oil fields in Iraq from the Gulf War. I turned into a super secret government spy, and this program is the real deal. I've got orders directly from the president to recruit for you for Alpha 214. Sign these non-disclosure agreements. Um, so the company was like, oh, no way. Sounds rad, and let's do it. And so basically, I, obviously, what was happening was Courtney was telling these companies that you know he is conducting uh work for the united states government um you know he's like i've got a background with homeland security ins dea which can all be backed up uh and what we're doing is i am conducting surveillance on whatever what you're going to do is you're going to put me on your payroll and provide me with commercial cover and once the operation is done the government will reimburse you for the money you've paid me to keep my commercial oh cover yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah oh right at the end mm. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so um so he and he was basically like everything i do is top secret and you can't ask me about it when i come into work and you're wondering what i'm doing you're not allowed to ask me about it uh, because you don't have the proper clearance to receive that information so courtney even goes as far as to telling his wife like uh, you know, I have a contact with the CIA, and if I ever disappear or go missing or anything happens to me, you need to contact him at this number. So when she would ask about his work, he'd be like, "Don't know." Uh, he'd be like, "Don't worry about it. What I'm doing is legit." Which nine times out of ten, when someone says the phrase, "I what I'm doing is legit," it's definitely not legit it's at all. Certainly not. Yes, yeah, certainly not. It's one of the flags of something not being legit. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what he was doing, I, I guess what he's doing is kind of smart. He's in a place, so he's in, like, Washington, D.C. or whatever, uh, where he is, like, classified information is just another day in the office. Like, you have to have a clearance to work on certain things. Like, I had a fucking clearance in the Army. It's just, 
it's just part of everyday life. Like if you were to go and do this to somebody in like Ohio, they'd be like, shut up, nerd. No, you're not. Fuck off. But at like Washington, D.C., you can kind of get away with something like this. Uh, but it's a it's a place where classified shit is a part of everyday life. So he tells these companies like, oh, if you ask me uh if you know if you talk to any government official about me like obviously they're not gonna know because you know it's classified and it could put you know uh what we're doing is really sneaky beaky and also talking about this could put you in danger being a part of the program will possibly result in foreign intelligence agencies putting a target on your back so uh you should get rid of your credit cards and yeah and only spend money like only spend cash uh and probably start carrying a weapon um, he also would tell them that he was poisoned by, I think it was the, he was poisoned by ricin, uh, by the Russian government or something like that. And he survived it. Yeah. Believable. Very believable. Very, you know, they're like, yeah, probably. So the Russians do that. So like I said, he was making, he was even making these companies sign NDAs, uh, so that they couldn't contractually talk about it to anyone else. Uh, which is pretty smart. So the con didn't stop at just companies working alongside the DOD, but Courtney also convinced multiple members of the DEA military and intelligence community to join intelligence community to join Alpha Two Fourteen. Even going as far as it just to, sounds so cool. It, yeah, it know? sounds lit, right? They're they fucked. Yeah, dude, Alpha Two Fourteen. They dude. hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm in that. Um, so he even went as far as to getting one of the government officials' kids adult children a job at one of the companies that were providing him with quote commercial cover uh his ex-wife also talked a lot about how he played video games like call of duty because it's all military stuff and she would log into his accounts and like see his chats with other people where he talks about how he's like a general and he can get him a job at this government facility and all this stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) nothing like flexing to people on the internet to like on modern yeah modern warfare (laughs) um so at this time uh fucking opsec dude yeah what a nerd and it showed like it i think it was like call of duty i think it was like not even actual it was like call of duty mobile um so like naughty not it's just hanging out on his phone giving away secret information to people (laughs) on call of duty um let's see so as time goes on things seem to be going fucking fine no no hiccups at all but that is until one of the companies that are providing him with this commercial cover start asking questions now, this is not the first time that one of the companies have started asked, have started pressing him. And when they would ask too many questions, Courtney would just kind of threaten him. Uh, one instance at one meeting, someone outright told Courtney that he believes that Courtney is a liar and none of this is true, to which Courtney responded by just accusing him of being an Iranian spy. Uh, you okay. know, deflect and blame, baby. Uh, classic. Yeah. So at one point, a company called Blue Canopy starts uh, getting annoyed that they haven't re- they haven't been paid yet. Um, excuse me. They're like, you owe us one point nine million dollars. So where's our money? And they start pressuring Courtney harder and harder. So after pressuring Courtney, uh, after all this pressure, one day the company gets a payment for one point nine five million dollars. The payment didn't come from any government agency, though. It came from an escrow account of an attorney, and Courtney used that fact that it didn't come from a government official uh, to push the narrative, further push the narrative that he was a spy. He's like, obviously, a government agency is not going to pay you. That that would leave a trail. Uh, I'm legitimately a spy because it's coming from this private account. Um, so now he just didn't have that kind of fucking scratch laying around. He actually approached an investment company in Virginia and was basically like, 
What's up, boners? I'm a super secret spy working for the government, and we're trying to seize this company called Blue Canopy. And if you, I, if you give me, I don't know, one point nine million dollars today, I'll give you like two something million in a few days. Sound good? Awesome. Awesome. Um, Definitely but, doesn't sound like an idea in yeah, print scam at all. Right? Not at all. Um, so obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but he showed up with like a a official document saying they had won a super confidential government contract and and. Uh, provides them with this phony document, um, and apparently all the 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 fake documents he made looked super like bad, like they just weren't worded properly, and like it was full of like redacted black lines and everything. So, so around this time, it's such an amateur. I know, dude. I know, dude. But it, it, you're very sloppy. Yeah, it's. I worked, know. Though. I'm just God. So. Around this time, FBI Special Agent Walter uh, Giardina was starting to hear rumors uh, through the grapevine that somebody is walking around playing the role of a little sneaky spy. So he starts looking into it and gets wind that Courtney is actually about... So he starts looking into it and he hears the same story from like three different people in a week. He's like, okay, this guy, this is something that's actually happening. So at this time, he learns that... Courtney is about to be questioned by an Air Force general at the fucking Pentagon. So, yeah, not great. Not great. So, uh, old FBI agent Walter rolls up and is like, what's up, general? Can you record this conversation and really grill him on, like, who the fuck he is? And the general is like, what am I supposed to ask him? And the guy's like, you're a fucking general. Like, what? You never (laughs) asked somebody questions before? But the FBI, <laughs> the FBI agents here, like here, I printed out a list of questions for you to ask him. Just go down the line. So oh, I can just see him like looking at it yeah. and reading it all clumsy. Dude, oh, yeah. Dude, like something about really higher up people in the military, they are like the weirdest people you will fucking ever meet. Like, I was I, like dude, it's. Like, the guy was like, all right, go in there and interrogate him. And I was like, why would you assume that motherfucker knows a thing yeah, about that? Yeah. And you know, so, I was bold. I've met a few, like, pretty high-ranking people in the military. And, like, there's, like, you know, that you get the one every now and again that's just, like, a regular dude who's just like, yeah, I just kind of, you know, made it my career and here I am. There was one time I was in a PX, uh, which, if you don't know, is like a, like, like a little gas station at on post and this full bird colonel came in and like people obviously it's a full bird colonel so everyone's gonna crank his hog and they were like oh good morning sir and he just wouldn't say anything except hua so like people like good morning sir like hua 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 and he just did that the (laughs) entire time he was in there i was like oh my god he's fucking out of his mind (laughs) he's a robot (laughs) yeah dude um yeah so um so the general starts asking courtney questions and it does not go well for courtney uh, like the general asked him who his boss of the CIA is, and he's like, I don't know. Um, so come on, dude, right? Just make up a name, dog. So the FBI is like, all right, buddy, something's fishy here, and subpoenas records from one of the companies that's providing Courtney with um, commercial quote commercial uh, cover. So when this happens, the company is so into what Courtney's doing, immediately calls him and is like, hey, we just got a subpoena from the FBI. And he's like, no, don't just stay there. Uh -uh. Uh, So Courtney calls up one of his buddies who he's like a very high ranking government official 
who he has conned into thinking he's this high speed spy and can dude. dude convinces this I guy wanna do this. I right? want to do this. Right. <laughs> I want I want I want the people who know the machinations to be my friend. Yeah. Like I always read I read a ton of uh, nuclear dystopia because uh, it's miserable. Yeah. And yeah. I I always there's every other novel, if people survive it's because their buddy was the Air Force yep. colonel uh-huh. who was like, oh, we just sent a whole wing of B-52 straight to Alaska. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to get in there. I've been thinking about that forever. <laughs> so if anybody in the intelligence community listens to our podcast. And wants to be um, friends, hit us up. And not the ones – actually, yeah, if you guys listen to it because we're on a list, but you like it. But you yeah, like it. Yeah, up. hit us up yeah. too. That's fine. You can survive me all you want. I don't care. Um, yeah, so, we're putting this all over the internet. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's it just comes with the territory. So he calls up this buddy of his who's not named but is a super high-ranking government official and is like, shut this investigation down. And he tries. He really legitimate. He like – he Holy uh, shit. So this guy threatens – goes in and threatens the FBI agents and is like, I will prosecute you for exposing – uh, Courtney's operation Alpha Two Fourteen. If you continue, what uh, what's this guy's position? Is he in the FBI? Who the He's government the official? Yeah, I, it doesn't say. The only thing it said mm. was a high ranking government official. Uh, that could be anything. But, you think if but for know. someone to be maybe able, it's like DOJ. I would think a DOJ. I would think for someone to be able to get a sit down with two very specific FBI agents like. You gotta, yeah. know, you gotta be. That's like why. A, that's yeah. why I think it's Department of Justice. Because yeah. like, if a fucking like army colonel came in and was like, "Y'all go to jail," like, they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" you yeah, know, yeah. You know, that's not how this works. It's, you yeah, know? It's, dude. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I agree with that. That's crazy. That's Insane. really crazy. So around, you gotta be friends with an attorney general. Dude, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so around 2016, uh, the feds end up raiding Courtney's house, and after this, uh, after this happens, him and his family move to Tampa, Florida, because nothing says I'm innocent like leaving the state. Uh, and living in Florida. Yeah, and living in Florida. They just got raided. He didn't get arrested or anything. So a couple of years go by, and nothing has really come of the FBI investigation into Courtney. Oh, that yet. would make my asshole sweat, Dude, yeah. bro. And what it, a it, nightmare. The only reason this is big, happening so slow is because the people that Courtney had brought in on Project Alpha 214 refused to cooperate with the feds. Like They were like, this is classified information. We can't tell you anything. You will get nothing from us. Nice, uh, and it's since secrecy was the most important. He sold the hell out yes, of that. Yes, he did. Um, and and one of the things they talked about uh, was that like the reasoning it was so hard is because, excuse me, he he really harped on how much secrecy was a big deal, and a lot of these companies are ran by like decorated veterans who have were lifers in the military. Yeah. So like they are in their mind, they're like doing a, a, they're a heroic Patriot deed to their country. And yeah. they will not compromise that for any reasoning, but not Those even for the fucking probably feds. die. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, before they tell you, they and, tell and you anything. like in like one of the interviews I watched, he talks about, it, he's like, there are still people to this day who have not talked to us because they think that it's like a real operation. So oh, that's um, kind of culty. Yeah. They, a little you, bit. you know, they're like, sir, how can we, he's like the Japanese soldier on the Island. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. like, dude, the, it's over. Like, it's nah, over. Nah. <laughs> nah, I ain't telling um, you shit. So despite this obstacle, yeah, you fucking, yeah. 
<laughs> so despite this obstacle, around 2019, the same agents who had raided their home before paid old Courtney a visit in Florida and is basically like, listen here, you fucking son of a bitch. We've got enough evidence to prosecute you and your ass is going to trial. So in June of 2022, Courtney uh, goes uh, to court in the Eastern District of Virginia. He pleads guilty to wire fraud and admitted in court documents that he never worked for the CIA and he defrauded dozens of companies out of $4.4 million in October. Not as much Yeah, not as much as, as I, I thought. thought. Yeah. So much legwork so when, for that much cash. When he, when, so what, I don't know, it was kind of smart because it's like you take a bunch of money, you probably would have got caught sooner. But his whole idea was like, these companies are going to pay me a salary of like a business manager and I have multiple paying me the salary. So they think that like, you know, I'm getting a decent amount of money. It's not enough to like, you know, rule the world, but it's like I'm getting enough to provide for myself fine and my family and, you know, do whatever the fuck I want. Um, I just want to know what he like did on a daily basis. He's like, all right, that's I got, what I was got thinking. a meeting with, uh, you know, this company. I got to tell him about secret operations. And then I'm going to go hang out at Starbucks for a little bit. And then like, <laughs> I, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what is the, the day to day of that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like he can't be seeing someone every day. And he no. couldn't be seeing some the same people even every week, I would think. Dude, so I would. Like, that kind of shit, you know, he just goes out into the park and swings yeah, for a while. Pretty He's much, like, yeah. I, don't know. I, yeah. I would sell, dude, I would sell this shit out of it. I would, like, I would disappear for, like, a week and then come back yeah. with, like, a busted lip or whatever. Be like, what's up? I got yeah, kidnapped yeah. the other day, so I'm back. Yeah, no, and, it's fine. I killed yeah, all three of them. Yeah, yeah with my bare hands. Or dude. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, in October of 2022, Courtney is sentenced to a measly seven years in prison. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So wow. he would have gotten a shorter Didn't sentence. Didn't your brother get as much time in prison? My brother got 10 years, bro, for, for armed robbery. <laughs> where he didn't even this put guy it. was at the highest levels of government. Yeah. Fucking with the Pentagon. Uh, yeah. And they gave him seven, seven years. So uh, his sentence. Did he never have a gun at any point? I don't, you know? I don't, think, I don't, I don't think so. I think he was, dude, it was just all talk. But his wow. sentence would have been shorter if not, if not for... Uh, after he entered his guilty plea, he was caught posing as an intelligence official while it. talking to a defense firm in Florida. Who How many times have been his latest victim? Now? How many times in our episodes have we had the person waiting for their charges? They just can't stop and commit dude. another crime. They just can't There's stop. So many, of and them. and with the interview, we're really building a profile, on, dude. Yeah, things. really. See, yeah, yeah. And, like he grew up as a bullshitter. We're like, ah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's what he's gonna be, and like. They was they were talking about how he still like fully believes that he is he's like staying he is committing to his innocence he's like he's like I got because like uh the the interviewer was like we reached out to him but he only emailed us back and said I got convicted of uh I think it was like wire fraud for sending an email and that's it and it was like that's all he said so. Okay, dude. Yeah, I mean, you have to sell it forever. Yeah, that's you, how he keeps those other people from uh -huh. ever saying anything. Yeah. you know, they're like, "Oh, we're still fighting those commie bastards," dude. Exactly. That is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So weird, too. Oh, an interesting it, route it, to take. It's almost like how long did he do it for? It was I'm, like, let's see. Uh, so how many years was that around 2013 when the leak happened? Uh, the articles I read said it was from around 2012 is when he kind of started doing this to around when he got convicted. So, or a little bit before. So that. he made four million dollars in eight years, 
That's five hundred grand a year. I mean, that's a that's good, not bad. Yeah, it's a good. He paycheck. wasn't like loaded. You yeah, know, yeah, but, yeah. And he does. That's honestly. And then he gets so he, the dude does the eight years of chilling and goofing, and then he gets seven years in prison, which he'll probably serve forty percent of. Yeah, if if that, if that, yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty sweet. That's, that's yeah, not you too know. bad, honestly. I wonder if he has any of the money from we all. This. We never know. Yeah, I, never I feel say. like they always root through your shit and take your. That's uh, what I think too. Like they like they money. drain your. There's bank no out. way you're not getting your money taken away from you. Is he still in prison? I'm gonna look that up. That's what I was just trying to find out. Oh, court. Yeah. <clears throat> Is he still in prison? Uh, man sentenced for posing as a covert. An elaborate four point four million scheme. This was twenty twenty. Uh, I don't know, man. He might still That's be serving so insane. He, I would. His sounds so risky. Yeah, like, dude. To get to be like to proclaim you're a pro to so many pros. Yeah, God damn, dude, for That's real. Dicey. Like it, it was. Those I guys was, suck ass. It's a bit of at their it's job. Kind of Every impressed. single one of them, dude. Because like, like, think of how many people that he tricked. Especially those people who are like in the military. It's like when you when you talk to somebody who claims they were in the military, you can kind of just tell if they're lying or not. Because like certain people who are in, in have been are veterans have like a certain fucking like demeanor about them. It's just yeah. how it is. Which I guess I, I don't know. I guess I get how you know some people could be wrong. A lot of people don't think I've been in the military, but you know they're wrong. So I get it, yeah. but also, but man, he was really fucking around with some like very high profile people. Yeah, I'm like, and and the fact that none of them could figure it out, like, I'm a little worried about our national security. Yeah, right. Sure. I think it was just the whole secrecy I mean, aspect of them being like, you can't talk about this to anybody. Yeah, that's true. That does go a long way. It does. But, I mean, he still tricked him into doing that. That's that's ridiculous. That is true. But And I think it's one of those things, like, especially, like I said, in Washington, D.C., where it's so prevalent, them being like, you can't talk about this to anybody. You know, an average person would be like, I got to tell somebody about this because this is fucking crazy. But there, yeah. they're, they're like, this is just another All day right. in the life. Like, I have a ton of that's secrets wild. I don't tell anybody because of my work, so... His sounds pretty sweet. I yeah. liked his. I don't know. I don't really care what he did wrong. No, yeah, it was pretty sick. Pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he didn't really get anybody else in trouble. No, right? yeah, he no, he like he, he didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And like, I guess the only thing that really Stole was some shitty. Oh, yeah, boo hoo. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that Our was national shitty. Defense <laughs> budget. The only thing that was shitty is like he his wife and kids. Like he he like duped yeah. his wife and everything. Like that was pretty. That's fucked true. Up. But, but I mean, it sounds like he gave him a, like a you know five hundred grand a year. Hopefully, he was spending it on. Yeah, right? I can like imagine nice... he was taking care of them. Yeah, so you know, it's not so bad. Now he's in prison, though. Now he's in prison. That'll happen. That, you will have that on the big, big jobs. jobs. Yes, you will. All right. You want to hear about mine? I do. Mine also involves the CIA. So oh, shit. That's Hell yeah, dude. Dude, the CIA are goons. Dude, absolute goofballs. Dude, seriously. There was a period of time where we just threw money at the CIA and let them just do whatever they Do whatever they the fuck they... Yeah, I, like when we were talking... national ta- intelligence When we were agency. talking about how, like, the destabilization of an entire government was a CIA pet project. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah, hey, you can fine. have whatever you want. Uh, so, um, 
This week, I'm covering a different kind of psychic. Was all the notes that I was capable of finishing last week while I was working because nice. I was so fucking busy. That yeah, everything I, I wrote one sentence. Nice from Monday through Friday. I feel that I was writing notes yesterday and I just like couldn't stay motivated. I was like, I can't do this right now, like, dude. Do, it I was brutal. I do not feel it. But I'm covering a different kind of psychic uh, from the last one, from Sylvia Brown, but also someone who made their fame and fortune in the easy breezy pre-internet days. Because back then, you just say whatever you want, and, and people believe God you. Goddamn right. I mean, remember when fucking L. Ron Hubbard just, like, made up his science, and then, like, a bunch of people bought those little stupid devices yeah, that didn't do like, anything? And now he made a fortune. Dude, he made a fucking fortune, and some of the biggest celebrities are Scientologists. Yeah. So uh, I'm covering Yuri Geller, a magician, psychic, slash illusionist. Okay. Uh, Geller was particularly famous for his spoon bending ability and really popularized it as like a magician's trick. Like he kind of, you know, is responsible for the cultural understanding of those two things being together. Okay. Um, so sources were CNET, New York Times, Reuters, BBC, LA Times, WAPO. There's a lot of stuff about this guy, honestly. It was a lot easier to read about than Sylvia Brown. He's maintained a relevance for a little bit longer, so there's been more to talk about. Okay. Um, and Sylvia Brown, kind of no one really ever believed that she could do anything. Fair. She was just never admitted it. Um, the Geller is a different story. So Geller was born in December 20th, 1946 in Tel Aviv, which was technically Palestine at the time. Um, and he, uh, now it is modern day Israel, the son of a Hungarian army major and a mom that apparently wasn't interesting enough for anyone to include details about her, except that her maiden name was Freud right off the rip. Geller claims to be distantly related to Sigmund Freud. No one has ever been able to Confirm, verify that. Yeah, okay. Every article I read about it just says he claims it. I'm like, stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> That's Can not, you look it up? It's not information. Can you just look it up? Yeah. Jesus. So at 11 years old, his family moved to Cyprus. He rolled in school, learned English. And at 18, he joined an Israeli paratrooper brigade and was wounded in action while fighting in the Six-Day War. For real? Uh, he, yeah. Damn. Yes. I had a dude I, that was in my platoon who was part of the Israeli task force. That was a hard individual. He was like, oh, I bet dude, he he was like like the coolest, like chillest, like just like stand up guy. But like, and he looks so dorky. He look, it, I, <laughs> I can't for the life of me remember his name. He's part. I think he's part of the old guard now. Which, uh, you not just anybody can be part of the old guard. But uh, um, he was like a very dorky guy. But he was that was a hard man right there. We'd go on ruck yeah. ruck marches. He's like he would do the baton death march every year, and uh, we'd go on ruck marches. He'd put on like fucking giant weights in his rucksack and just walk around. That's a hard psychopath. Yeah, it's a crazy <laughs> a individual. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and being a paratrooper is insane to me because I'm like, I don't, you know, you gotta jump out of a plane and then not smash up your bones, and then you gotta get in a get fight a with fight? less stuff because yeah. you just jumped out of a plane. Uh, you don't even have all the cool stuff. Um, so uh, he worked as a model for a couple years after the war and started performing as a nightclub entertainer. Kind of, you know, gets into the scene um, and eventually becomes pretty well known within Israel. Uh, during his performances, he meets with his Cold War paranormal investigator. Who, the title of it is a parapsychologist named Andrija Puharich, who easily could have been in a whole fucking episode. He his life was bonkers. I was nice. like, I was like, maybe I'll put a little recap in, and then I'm reading. I'm like, no, that doesn't. That needs context. Yeah, that needs context. Nah, this is gonna work. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, it's just bonkers. But uh, I. 
he did believe in hypnosis, so he hypnotized Geller in a bid to learn the source of his magic psychic powers. Um, Geller claims that he was sent to Earth by aliens in a spaceship over 50,000 light years away. Nice. That was in Andrija's autobiography, and he says that Geller even claimed to be Messiah, essentially, but Geller now denies this, although he does concede that there is a slight possibility that some of his energies are extraterrestrial. I'm like, you said it. Yeah, you you said said it. it. Yeah, You said it. All right, buddy. You, all right. (laughs) Um, Also, apparently, super eventful visit because Puharich claimed that Geller teleported a dog through the walls of his house. You know, crazy. Super cash. Real cash. Yeah. They were, like, stoned, and the dog, like, walks into the room, and he's just like, oh. Uh, Holy shit. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, That was me. Um. It didn't take long for him to become famous for demonstrating his remarkable psychic ability that he also said was the result of willpower and the strength of his mind. As you as you do. Yeah, it has yeah, to be. It yeah. has to be. Um, he's definitely cleared all of his things. He's an OT3, like right off yeah, the rip. Yeah, right off the rip, dude, immediately. Yeah. Big OT3 energy. Um, it's weird because in 1970... And while he was doing his little routines in Israel, it wasn't like a full star. Um, he had been sued by a disgruntled customer because he said he, uh, Geller claimed that he was showing people his s- telepathic abilities. He was claiming, and the guy sued him, and he was like, no, you're not. These are just magic tricks. I paid to see real psychics. And really annoying yeah, lawsuit what, to do dude? absolute <laughs> asshole um and he um the yuri lost the case and he had to refund the ticket price and pay legal freeze which was like 36 dollars oh, or something okay. like that yeah. i was like dude the guy was an asshole basically yeah, jesus like, um he said that he showed up just to sue that guy which i was like i kind of love that hell you know, yeah i like it stand up I for like the it. truth dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kind of a waste of everybody's time, but uh, it's a blemish on his record, and we're talking about it right now. True. Um, by 1973, he's already showing up on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And this is where the unofficial mascot of our season returns, James Randi. Uh, you may ret- remember him from the Sylvia Brown episode and the Bomb Detector Hell yeah, 651 episode. Our boy. He is here. Yeah, he is our skeptic. We love J- Big if you James Randy. Those episodes fucking pause this shit. Go back and listen to it, and then you can come back so you r- appreciate how amazing Randy yeah, is. Yeah, James Randy's but with the shits. He is, and he was a magician himself, and really did not believe, obviously, that Yuri was a psychic with telekinetic powers, yeah. and so he helped the Carson Show prepare some tests without telling Yuri about it or letting any of his crew get near it. So they, he was like, they set up like. Um, some little cups, little like metal cups with lids uh, that you couldn't see in or anything. And he was like, guess which one has the water in it? Only one of them does. You can't touch any of them, you know? And he's like, bend the spoon while it's in my hand. You know, they have the, the whole tray of stuff set up for yeah. him. And um, he, they keep the equipment away from uh, Yuri too. And Carson. So I was at first annoyed. Cause I was like, Jesus, these guys, they're putting another fucking psychic on, you know, tonight show 1970s. They would put anybody on. Yeah. Television. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's when, uh, that's around when, um, Frank Abagnale was just on TV the for worst. lying. So, yeah, the worst. Um, he, uh, so yeah, Carson was a skeptic and he was interested to prove him wrong too. So he wasn't like just putting, elevating him, you know, he, and 
I watched the whole clip actually because it turned out, or the whole like appearance is like twenty minutes long. It ended up being pretty interesting. So Keller goes on stage, looking great, total smoke show, absolute handsome man back in the seventies, and uh, but he was expecting to be interviewed. So he walks on, sits down, and there's this tray of shit right there, and you can see his like eyes widen when he sees it. He's like, oh man, and he literally says, um, he's like, this scares me, like half jokingly, but like not half yeah you know it's like legitimately (laughs) um right away as soon as he sees this thing his ass touches the sea he's like you know i mean i feeling my psychic feeling isn't really good right now i'm not like feeling my moon power i gotta gotta prepare you know i wasn't mm, he knows right away that he's fucked um and so yeah he they do the a container, the water container test. He's supposed to divine which one it is without touching. And Carson was like, he was like over his desk, like peering straight at his hands. He was not, (laughs) he he was so on it. Got you fucking, you ain't going, you ain't ain't getting away with anything this time. And he's kind of wigging Geller out while, and and Geller's like rapid firing excuses. He's like, "Mm, I don't know the room and the scene. Oh, your hand, you're looking at me so intensely. Yeah. And, and again, to Carson's credit, he's they're They're like very respectfully, like slowly and methodically just shitting on this dude's whole thing. And they're like, they don't, they're not mean. They don't laugh at him. Like they're it's, it's really professional shit. Um, but they do the containers when he can't find it. he, starts seeming a little pissed off about being set up and he um and he's so then he tries to do this spoon bend while the other guy is holding it which you know no it doesn't work he can't he has to fucking bend it and um he let's see oh yeah and there was one part of it where the guy's like oh did you see that it, it it bent it bent a little bit and he's like holding up to the camera he's like it was a little more bent now but now it's now it's straighter you know you can see that. and i was like oh <laughs> yeah, really dude. reaching for straws yeah. here dude <laughs> that's this is bad yeah. this is really bad um again the crowd and johnny's being uh, classy about it they ask him if he wants to do another test and he's like i'm not trying to make you you know like look bad I just if you wanted to do another one and he's like you know I'm just not feeling not strong. Not feeling it, yeah. yeah my psychic so, abilities no. aren't coming in. Super awkward 22 uh, minutes of television, and Geller was fucking feeling it. Dude. He uh, said he sat there for 22 minutes, humiliated. And he went back to his hotel, devastated. I was about to pack up the next day and go back to Tel Aviv. I thought, that's it. I'm destroyed. He, he was like, dude, I, I, he got trounced. Yeah, and Shout yeah. out to James Randi. He set him up, dude. dude and it fucking totally our worked. boy. He totally set him up. And, you know, he gets proved a fraud on TV and his career is destroyed. <laughs> oh, no, no, dude. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. We're in the middle of the story. Um, actually, it made him way more famous. Way more famous. He got booked immediately on the Merv Griffin show right after. Basically, the claim is from someone who wrote a book about his event that because he failed on the Carson show, it made his abilities to the average American TV viewer seem more real because if they were magic tricks, they would work every time. What? <laughs> no way. <laughs> really? Like, what? That, you I, can't, uh, they think you can't stop magicians? Yeah, I don't understand, well, I don't understand that logic at all. At all. Because he was... So basically, his whole "I'm not feeling it" thing sold. I he sold it. 
Damn, wow. Dude. What about talking about like, <laughs> failing your way upwards, man? That dude, is incredible. When James Randy watched it, he was like, "Yes, I, I got, got his ass. His got ass. that motherfucker." <laughs> and um, this actually got him booked right again. And uh, Randy himself says that a big part of his success was because he was so charming and affable, and he said he made the perfect con man. Con That's man, baby. Talking about him, confidence man. And, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this guy was on TV. All eyes on him, full evidence, you're a liar, yes. and he still sold his way out of it, dude. That's he still amazing. sold his way out of it. It was this event that inspired Randy to start his paranormal investigation committee that he founded with Carl Sagan and Isaac Asimov. Oh, I did I was like, what? Holy fuck. James Randy is hanging out with Isaac dude. Asimov. That's so Hell cool. Yeah. And Carl Sagan. And Carl Sagan. And uh, he's pissed. He basically goes to war with Geller. Uh, he starts going all over the chat TV circus, discrediting his tricks, showing people how he did it. And the campaign just makes them both more famous. Oh, you can't stop it. He can't stop the monster. Dude, my cat and is, Geller my, even calls. My cat is really what? listening to you right now. She oh. is, dude, she is. Oh, fucking, she's like dude, staring. Yeah, the void she's is staring like right at you. Yeah. <laughs> she's I'll with it. cover her up a little. Yeah. Um, so they get more famous and Geller even calls James Randy his most important publicist because there's no such thing as bad yeah, press. Yeah, apparently fucking not for this guy. Dude, his con is really good because I don't like all the other people that we, a lot of the ones we've covered, it, they get they can unravel. But yeah, his, like, yeah. doesn't unravel. He's just lying Dude. openly all the time. You can't so, unravel. Yeah, so it's like there's nothing there's nothing to like gotcha and he's like yeah i've been saying that like that's yeah (laughs) making me famous so uh what's even more insane in the same year that geller's powers uh were obliterated on national tv they were being investigated by the cia oh the cia was worried that the soviets had their own psychics and in a bid to address the coming psychics gap uh, they reached out to geller to see what his deal was dude for a while the only source about the story was geller himself so bullshit right yeah, yeah. Uh, but in 2017 the cia declassified about 12 million documents and in some of those documents geller's involvement with the cia was corroborated they experimented on him for day or oh, not on him with him yeah you with know, him for, yeah, yeah it wasn't like et shit yeah. uh but they experimented for days and at the end incredibly the result was written on an official cia document as a result of Geller's success in this experimental period, we consider that he has demonstrated his paranormal perceptual ability in a convincing and unambiguous manner. Fucking the CIA. For real, dude? That's real. The God, CIA. That would give me such a hard one if I was that dude. Oh. I, I, I would be fully oh. torqued. I'd be like, oh my God, oh, dude. <laughs> I cannot be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of it's funny because he kind of just would say that he was with the CIA and it, it, nobody believes him or like yeah you know, he can't prove it but like he was actually telling dude, the truth he, about dude, that one oh but and he tricked the CIA so if they'd ever confirmed his shit oh my god so one of the experiments they put him in a shielded room and then in a separate room they pick two drawings by um, picking words randomly from a dictionary as long as they're drawable yeah um, then they put the drawing against the wall uh, in the room and they ask him via intercom to guess what it is almost immediately he's like uh i'm getting like cylinder with some noise coming out of it and draw some tubes and shit which convincingly looked like a firework which is what they had the word that they had picked so then they drew a bunch of grapes 
And Geller's like, mm, purple circles? And then he draws it, and he's like, oh, they're grapes. And he even drew the same amount of grapes as that were in the drawing in the other room. What's the catch, dude? And uh, the test is a big deal, and Keller spends the next few years running the gambits of tests trying to confirm it. Like, there's a few other places where he does uh, similar stuff. When a couple of skeptics eventually write a whole ass book discrediting Yuri Geller, they investigated these original experiments. And they found evidence that Geller was able to peek through a hole in the wall because oh. there was a peephole in the wall that they had stuffed full of gauze. I guess they didn't have a room that they couldn't yeah, what? not have a hole in the it. CIA, CIA sloppiness. Yeah. <laughs> and the, they put the pictures opposite of the people so he could just look through the people and see it potentially you know this yeah. is they went to the original room and figured this out you okay know? and then um they also this part i because I, I didn't get the book but yeah they accidentally allowed him access to a two-way intercom so he could just hear their conversation <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking cia dude. absolute clown dude show. <laughs> the buffoonery oh my god <laughs> how many people have we interrogated yeah. that they, they were like listening on everything the fucking cia That's was chatting about uh absolute goofballs uh these two wrote an article in a book about these studies and tested his claim also about being able to fix watches with his mind because he, he would say a lot of times that he would just look at a watch and make it work again and uh so they took apart a bunch of these old watches and they figured out that the insides were gummed up with old oil and if you uh held it against your hand it would warm up enough oh. to allow the it to melt and the watch to tick okay and i was like what no one else ever held yeah, the watch yeah. <laughs> why does that work jesus christ he's like so a run hot basic, uh, dude so he's basically an international fucking star by yeah. the 1980s and mining companies real mining companies are paying him hundreds of thousands of dollars to find minerals for him like dousing damn bullshit. in 1986 he was paid six hundred thousand dollars in australia bucks includes including stock value which works out to be about 1.3 million dollars in 2023 america bucks Jesus. Uh, freedom dollars yeah freedom dollars uh, never forget around this time <laughs> Ra- <laughs> around That's this time the dollars Randy- look like that to make yeah never exactly forget the twin towers uh around this time randy writes a book uh, James Randi writes the book called The Truth About Yuri Geller that just puts him on blast. And this leads to three separate lawsuits that uh, Geller I- implemented, all of which he lost. He tried libel, like, and even this, there's this one he opened up in Japan or China, one of the two, because they, I think it was Japan. And the gist of it was Japan is one of the few countries that you can get in trouble for like insult instead of libel or like as well as libel, but they're like, this isn't libel. You're a liar. And, uh, but he did insult you. And, but it was like a super nominal fee. And so Yuri was like, fuck it. (laughs) God damn it. Get me shit. Yeah. Um, so that's to this day, Randy is allowed to say, uh, that he has never paid a dollar to Yuri for his lawsuits because if you're going to, I mean, you know, fucking lance armstrong did it right you gotta you're lying you're scamming you gotta stay on top of it but i was like libel is a pretty hard one to prove yeah uh or like to get someone on for suing and uh you're you're you know you're not telling the truth my guy you gotta remember that you're paying lawyers to do this (laughs) so um by the end of the 80s geller and randy are you know 
mortal enemies. Yeah, WWE yeah. fucking Head heels, head, dude, you know. Yeah. And uh, they get booked on this TV special that was going to explore psychic powers. Because back then, so much TV was just getting everyone to culturally fight each yeah. other. You know, we love that. Dude, we don't want as much disagreement as possible. It's like reality um, TV before reality TV was a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Geller pulls Randy into a room while they're in backstage and offers to settle the feud. Randy stands true, our noble patriot, forever dedicated to truth and integrity. Yeah. <laughs> he says, not unless you fucking tell your audience that you're a magician. You're telling people yeah, that you're, you're a real magic yeah. and they think it's possible and that's false hope and that's not cool. You shouldn't do it. Yuri Geller refuses and later denies the combo ever happened. But we know he's a professional bullshitter, yeah, so I'm going to believe James yeah. Randy over you. <laughs> that's dedicated sure. his life to the truth. To the truth. And for, like, a good cause, it's not like he's like, I just don't like you. I don't like these people. No. Like, I want, I, I just want to fuck their life over for fun. He's like, you're giving people false hope and, and making them believe and in false, something. And false misery, yeah, too. Yeah. You know? Sylvia Brown, especially. Yeah. Uh, later, uh, he... Oh wait, so if it didn't, what what did I write with my notes here? Oh yeah, lie that the, the uh, convo um, ever happened. If it didn't, then maybe it was a coincidence that shortly after Geller tried to sue Randy uh, for libel again, and the committee he formed, but both cases were dismissed. Still, the legal fees were immense, and he had used up a lot of the uh, the grant money that had started the committee um, for investigations as well, because they weren't just spending it all on lawyers. Yeah. And so one of the members was like, hey, man, can you maybe stop going after somebody with so much lawyer money? Uh, Randy was pissed and he resigned in protest because he is a soldier for the truth. Goddamn right. And then later he would commission the one million dollar challenge, which he offered to Geller and Sylvia Brown and the inventor of the ADE 651 bomb detector. And um, they didn't take it. None of them took it, obviously. Yeah. Because it's perfect. It's genius. In 1992. Uh, a famous Hungarian model named Helga Farkas was kidnapped, and Yuri was called in to help investigate. We always know how you're <laughs> shaking your head immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was predicted that she would be found uh, within the next year in good health. Uh, she, of course, was never found and is believed murdered. Damn. In 1997, Geller put energy-infused crystals behind the goals at a football club in Exeter City, Exeter City, to help them win the big end of the season game. They lost five to one. Damn. He also tried to take credit for the another team's win in 2002 by saying that he looked all the supporters in the eyes and told them to say win, and that you know that caused like I guess a psychic hurricane yeah, or something, and that manifested and then they won and then the coach was like what no yeah no we didn't why no we didn't we also, all did that not all, him at all yeah also you're undermining all the hard work we've done uh, yeah that's so what like, the coach was saying yeah, yeah. yeah like all the hard work we've done because why like we won this because we were because it's the 90s the internet's starting to be a thing and he's starting to fade off of tv and he's losing relevance and he's that's just fair. trying to get his shit his beak into shit yeah. and he really does do that a lot like He's past his prime at this point, especially because he denied the challenge with James Randy. James Randy's like, all right, I beat your ass. Yeah, you lost yeah, the lawsuits. Yeah, I beat bad. your ass. You won't take this. And he, they didn't focus on each other as much. Um, eventually, Geller would stop saying that he was a psychic. Instead, using the title of Mystifier, one he specifically chose because it doesn't mean anything at all. Yeah. Has, you can just say that. Basically made up. Uh, he's shown up on TV in the produce section, like yeah. <laughs> uh, he has shown up on TV shows, published sixteen books, and is 
honestly doing fine. Michael Jackson was his best man when he renewed his wedding. No vows. shit, really. Michael Jackson. Holy fuck. <laughs> that one got me. Yeah, I was like, I, what? <laughs> I guess he wasn't doing bad at all. Dude, if you look up pictures of him, like he has been with a lot of motherfucking famous people. Gary uh, Geller. Let's see. Yeah. Jesus. Like yeah, you go to images. Uh yeah, with he was friends with Michael Jackson, which is crazy. Um maybe look him up in the eighties. I saw pre- I've seen him with at least two presidents. That's fucking insane to me. Uh, dude, he, he carved a really interesting, uh, path for himself. Yeah, he did. It was really interesting because he was a little later than Sylvia Brown, but he was younger and hot and, you know, a con man. And she had such a different approach Mm -hmm. to hers. Uh, and he made way more money. than He made way more money. And like, he really only lost the battle with our boy and that's it. Like everyone Who, else, which is the most important. Of yeah, all the yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But everyone else, James Randy like, stood up for the truth and he won. Agreed. But yeah, the, he, he honestly did. Okay. Yeah. He, so, uh, whenever something happens, he can interject himself into, he does in 2009, he bought an Island that he claimed was, he bought an Island. Okay. No, he's so doing fine. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing he fine. bought an Island that he claimed was one from treasure Island and that it had Egyptian gold buried by a fake half sister of Tutankhamun brought 3,500 years ago. Of course. I, I, I was of like, course. what is, I was like, as I was reading the sentence, like, I, I don't yeah, care. He, I don't want to, well, he had to use his mystifying powers to see, to know that it was there. And that's why he bought it. it. Oh, oh yeah! I wanted to mention. Ah, uh, where did it go? I put his. Oh yeah, the Yuri Geller. Uh, that's his Instagram. Um, the Yuri Geller. U R I. Yeah, the Yuri Geller. U R I G E L L E R. He has sixteen thousand followers. He posts way too much. Oh, that's where I was seeing these fucking pictures. There's a picture of him with a beetle, John Lennon, Jeff Bezos, fucking uh, oh, president. Yeah. Yeah, he's Jeff met Bezos. some famous people. Nine, clearly, '90s Jeff Bezos. I love that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This is like pre-dominating the world. Jeff Bezos. I love it. it. Says friends. Jeff Bezos believes in aliens and made four amazing predictions about the future. And with it, all the controversies around him, I consider Bezos a genius. Hashtag UFO. Hashtag UFO. But in capitals. Hashtag UFO sightings. Hashtag UFO with a bunch of Japanese lettering behind it. Hashtag UFO Twitter. Hashtag Jeff Bezos, Amazon. <laughs> hashtag Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, I just saw, uh, I was actually just scrolling a little more. On July, he posted a picture of him with Shinzo Abe, former Japanese prime minister. He said, my dear friend Shinzo Abe, former Japanese prime minister. Sorry, I read that. I said, <laughs> in a state of cardiopulmonary arrest after being shot, please, please pray for him. I have known Abe and his family for over 50 years. I was like, why did you? Okay. Yeah, I don't what? know that. It didn't sound basically a lot of these just look like one picture that he took and he met him, you know, and yeah. he's like, look how famous and relevant I am. He's just like always. Oh, and then he, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. He's just always kind of trying to get attention. Yeah. Really. That's, what, uh, that's, that's exactly what it seems like. Uh, so then in 2014, he unveiled a 12 foot gorilla statue made of 40,000 spoons donated. He says from kids all over the world. At the unveiling, <laughs> Geller said, this will not raise money for charity. It will do something better. It will amaze sick children. Oh, my God, dude. That's incredible. I love that. 
Talk about fucking like, that's like a, that's delusion. Like yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. I love. I was like, you know what? That. Maybe raising money for the sick children would, would be better than uh, that. Than inspiring <laughs> them or, or or making them see a cool statue. Amazed. Yeah, amaze. I was like, I, I mean, can they climb on it? No, you know, the the kids will be like, whoa, for like four yeah, seconds. Yeah, and, and then, then it's be sick still. out of their mind. I immediately, I love this Instagram. <laughs> I love this, this Instagram post from October 13, 2022. My dear friends, please become a citizen of my new country, Lamb Island. And you can, that was the island that he bought that that's had the a, treasure yeah, that's on. What I figured. He tried to turn I wasn't even going to get into that. He tried to turn it into a whole thing. I was like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Shut you your mouth. Gra- shut up. Um, he also uh, kind of got into the alien space uh, scene. Oh, he's yeah, but that's crowd. what I'm seeing from his Instagram. Also, so a while back, there were weird radio signals that were coming from the Voyager ship. Geller's name popped up because he's marginally famous and has a picture with Jeff Bezos. He's claimed it was aliens, and they're like, uh, "Yuri Geller said this," because that's what our news is now. Yeah, um, and and he, the, I wasn't even gonna get into it. He tweets about it all the time. His name pops up in conversations about it. And I'm like, what? I think that he really does think he's a psychic who got his powers from aliens. And he might be getting old enough to circle back into just thinking aliens are real. You know, he's he's a goof. I believe aliens are real, but it's like not like not in anything that we have seen. I really Um, like I really, really like watching because he's got some reels he's posted of him like in front of this like tv board panel and he like he like when the camera's going up on him he like looks at it like this and like it's really he looks at it like a 70s yeah TV like star. a 70 so and then it says uh i know where this russian doomsday sub is so do other remote viewers can uh conceivably gigantic tsunami <laughs> waves can be generated from underwater nuclear explosion drowning coastal towns and cities the russian sub is positioned for a possible nuclear launch of nuclear torpedo that's where putin's mind is at we won't let it happen <laughs> so desperate what do you mean to we, dude? yeah this is so insane. desperate uh and i do kind of worry about someone like him like he seems like he could uh just kind of go nuts he's really- oh shit here it is all right listen i found this okay i'm sorry guys i didn't do good research on his insta this is a gold mine it is you could tell that he he uses instagram like an old person like just by yeah. his selfies i'm like oh my god so old he says China heading. This is a picture of Donald Trump mid dance. That's why I post. It looks like he's about to fucking uh, nay nay. Yeah. Or actually, I guess he'd be mid whip. Um, <laughs> China heading for global AI dominance over U.S. says ex Pentagon chief in chilling warning. And I say, okay, why? Uh, China secretly produced more nuclear bombs than any other nation has, and its cyber department is mammoth, awesome, and deadly. <laughs> if Trump doesn't return to be president, God save America. Jesus, oh dude. my of God. Course. I was like, dude, that was lunacy. I was like, you're a medium-level uh, MAGA hat lunatic dude, yeah, at that point. Man. Like, Oh, and like, that's re- hilarious. Reading some of these <laughs> captions, dude, it's like, like you can tell he's kind of like, like this one, like friends. Could it be that perhaps aliens may destroy humanity to protect other civilizations? Sometimes scientists might think so. Doubt that. Uh, are we now preparing weapons against the threat of possible alien invasion? I think so, but I am almost certain that the good aliens will arrive first. Please become a citizen of my new country. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> 
That really adds it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it, if the first landing will be on my Lamb Island. Oh my oh, god, dude! Yeah. So, um, <sighs> in the rest of my notes, uh, uh, he in 2019 he founded his own museum in Tel Aviv, where outside the world's largest steel spoon stands, nice. bent nice. outside of his I, fucking. I feel like. Wait, I gotta show you. The Guinness World Records official picture for this thing is so fucking funny. It's going to be the one I use for the promo. Okay. Let's see. Open that up. Yeah. Come on now. It's. <laughs> Load, you son of a bitch. Uh, fuck. It's also in the Discord if the. Oh the my God. Promo picture. <laughs> yeah. It's like just surrounded by shitty yeah, steel fence. Like a small poorly steel, lit at yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> it, it not even recognizable. Yeah, no, it does not look like a spoon at Someone all. Someone from Guinness was like walking by, and they just went. And they, they didn't and stop. They, yeah, did, that that was taken on like a fucking like an iPhone seven, and they were like, "All yeah. right, see you later. That's fine." Damn, this guy's so Instagram is super yeah. good. Super um, good. So he's uh yeah, you know this is that's him. He's he's just a kind of a, a lunatic old man shit poster who has a little bit more money than he ever should have in a whole ass museum in, in Israel. And uh, I think that's where he's like recording these videos for his Instagram. Cause it's like a whole TV wall panel and it's a bunch of like memorabilia around. So I think that's, the, yeah, I think that is, I saw early later down his Instagram feed that he posted a picture uh like that he took of the picture of him with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Like he just keeps milking that Dude, Jeff Bezos. And like same the, picture. The I love these captions. They're so good. Like friends, I can you now couldn't write an old You couldn't, like yeah. It's no, like friends, I, I can now time. reveal that on the eleventh of September around eleven AM a UFO is reported diving into the sea around two hundred meters from my lamb island. Immediately a destroyer Polish made with cannons and laser beam weapons was dispatched to investigate. Sailors with space protective gear were seen on board. The Scottish Ministry of Defense will soon announce their findings. Um, and it's like a picture of, I guess, his island that is very small. It's miserable, miserable little island. Yeah, it is not good looking. Super small, uh, with like a, a a a ship next to it, and I and it might be, it could definitely be a real photo, but the ship kind of looks photoshopped. But you know, it is what it is. Damn, that's crazy. This is I'm gonna keep this Instagram in my back pocket for when I need it. Oh yeah, uh, I wanted to start posting stuff with the exact same captions that yeah. he uses, but the pictures yeah. aren't related. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's, that's so too good. good. So good. I mean, you know, he's a con artist who kind of won, and you yeah, know, he conned. His thing was, I mean, he conned mining companies. Hilarious, love yeah, that. Yeah, love con that. away con mining companies. Morons that are instead of paying like geologists, they're like, we'll pay a TV psychic who would define our minerals. I love that. Right, <laughs> con mining companies, uh, all you want. Uh, he, you know faded away when the internet came around nobody cares about him anymore now he shouts into the internet into with the uh, up close selfies about donald trump yeah. just like so many other irrelevant <laughs> old people also very true that is uh that is incredibly true it, just the boomer selfies is what is one of my favorite things of all time that like whole, oh, uh, the yeah. whole f- boomer. It's photos. weird how they they are like we they understand that they want like need to take a selfie, but they still don't get how to yeah do how it. to do like, it. Like the angle is always so wrong, so bad. I, I don't know why. So bad, and it, it looks they're like either too close and too high. It I'm looks like, well, like come they're, on, they're taking the picture with their back camera because they don't like. 
Yeah. Right. Like the only time they take a picture with their front camera is when it's like super close in their face and they don't realize they're taking yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, and then they accidentally post it as their Facebook post. Yeah, picture. like one of one of my favorite well, I think I have a video of it somewhere, but one of my favorite memories is we me and my brother Kiefer were going out to dinner with my my grandma uh on his side of the family before she passed, and we're sitting at the table and it's a bunch of people from her like retirement home and me and him. And, and we're just sitting there and we can hear my grandma like messing like try she's like trying to take a picture but we can hear like you know the photo mode that it takes like a million pictures at once we can just hear that going off constantly <laughs> she's taking like 300 pictures of nothing <laughs> uh, and then you good. know she scrolls one finger scroll at a time yep. super slow uh, to get through to the picture that she wants yeah so okay. that she only took one of yeah. and it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> so good so good uh that was a great story i th- that was it was that's fantastic it's it's pretty oh man he did coronavirus conspiracy theory stuff dude too. hell yeah God. he did of course he He's did such a lunatic yeah such a fucking... uh but yeah like I- i'm like basically he's resigning in shame yeah and that's nice you know he's just fading into irrelevancy and everybody like laughs at him whenever he shows up on the news or whatever and uh that's it that's it and he's just gonna constantly pine for his younger days when he was cool and famous yeah who would have thought your profession wouldn't handle well wouldn't hold up well when the information any information anyone wanted was readily available at their fingertips who would have thought that's crazy yeah how about that Oh, um, he was anti-Brexit. Weird guy. Yeah. I can't figure out. <laughs> he's, Politically, he's very all over the place. Part of yeah. Game. Did you see his pictures of him when he was young? Yeah, he's a handsome dude. He was a oh, like, dude. Yeah, he, he was posted very one of his model pictures that he did. And I was like, wow. Yeah, holy he was shit. A, a really good-looking guy when he was younger. Like, uh, there's a oh, where was it? I just saw it. A picture of him, and it's got to be in like the seventies because he's got like the big collared shirt that's open in the front, and he's like got this really strong jaw and this like you know very 70s hair like he is a handsome looking guy when he was young. yeah but you know now he's kind of a shit yeah, now he so just screams cares? into the instagram void for all of yeah eternity. he does <laughs> for all of eternity for no one all of his sixteen thousand followers to uh to listen yeah to. right and honestly he gets a lot of comments of people shitting on him really like, damn yeah yeah i mean if they get a lot of comments so on average he has like 12 yeah that's you true. know <laughs> that's true um yeah that was a good story we will uh we will see you guys next Pretty week harmless episode honestly it's, i mean nobody yeah, died i like that i mean nobody's I like life that. got completely ruined that i can think of besides right? the pe- yeah yeah even the people that the did the cons their life didn't even get ruined which is crazy. no i mean your killer just never got in trouble never at got all. in trouble like at all and ass. <laughs> my dude fucking conned the government and a bunch of big defense got contractors and got a slap on the wrist dude which would have been a lesser slap on the wrist if he didn't do the crime while he was already entering his, <laughs> his guilty plea you idiot oh <laughs> uh, they can never stop they never yeah. stop uh but we will uh I was going to tell people that you can follow us on Podbean, and a couple people did, and we and oh, thanks nice. to those people That's who crazy. know that they are themselves, and you can do that. Yeah, yeah, we have twenty two followers on Podbean. That's I didn't even crazy. Know you can do that. Yeah, I didn't. Know you could <laughs> it's either, like thanks. Yeah, because I don't know who. If you're listening to this podcast on Podbean, you're a trooper. Um, you are a real, real it's crazy rabble rouser, dude. A decent amount of people do. But really? Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right, well, we will see you guys next week. Be safe, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. Love you so much. Bye-bye.